Hi everyone, welcome back to Drinks and a Show. This is a musical podcast where I love to spoil musicals. Losing my voice a bit, did just finish up a four-day weekend for me where there was a wedding and quite a bit of drinking, singing and dancing, much like all the musicals I suggest you all to watch. To keep up to date with what's going on with the show, you can follow Drink Show Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I also have a Spotify playlist with all my favorite songs from the shows I've done episodes on. So you can go and check that out in the episode description or the link tree on the Twitter and the Instagram. Today we have Tom back to do the musical The Lion King. He's actually seen it on Broadway, so we'll see how much he remembers of it. And would he go and see it for a third time? Tom, welcome back to Drinks and a Show. How's it going? Hey Cass, good. What's going on? What are you drinking today? Uh, just a bottle of water actually. Pretty pretty boring today. Well, in case the drinking aiders thought I was a bad host, I did offer other drinks. The espresso? <laughs> yeah, I do have the espresso. Well, looking after myself before the big day. Yes, yes. We have an upcoming wedding. Woo! Woo! Young Ethan and Catherine, it's finally happening. So, last time you were on the show was Spongebob the Musical. That's a throwback. Yeah. Yes. Do you ever watch it? No. I remember putting it on and you passing out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually do remember that. Yeah. yeah. I was all right, but yeah. I think I had too many beers that night. Yeah. Uh, have you seen any other musicals since then? And Tick, Tick, Boom, I would say counts. Uh, yes. Then Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, well, the first half, numerous times. You've seen the end. And the end? Oh, yeah. When I've just woken up. Yeah. Tom had a little nap in the middle. Tom likes to nap. I like to nap. Yeah, let's go with that. So today we're doing The Lion King. Yes. Which you said you've seen twice. Correct. Once on Broadway. Correct. And the other time in Melbourne. Correct. Did you prefer one over the other? Do you remember? Um, Broadway was bigger, but... Mm. Melbourne being like a smaller venue and that probably 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 worked a little better in the in its favour because you could it, you felt more immersed I guess yeah um, in it um, but yeah some things especially like the start of it um, probably better in a big bigger bigger venue yeah like the setting the singing yeah correct when they all circle well, of life am I allowed to ruin it for everyone. Well, we're about to ruin okay. it, so you yeah, can. Yeah, like at the start, so when they start coming in through like the back doors, down the aisles and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And just literally filling the theatre with animals and that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. In the yeah. bigger Yeah, just theaters. like just yeah. so much going on. Yeah. The movie. Did you see the movie before you saw the stage show? Mm, yes. <laughs> uh, a few too many times, I believe. There's no such thing as seeing <clears throat> The Lion King too many times. No, really not. I think we used to watch it like two, three times a year. Yeah. So, a huge fan of the movie. Um, do you remember much of the differences between the movie and the musical? Uh, not really. That's Sadly, cool. it's been a while since I've watched it. Yeah. <laughs> no, not two or three times a year anymore. No, no. I think I got sick of it. Not really. <laughs> Never get sick of it, but yeah. Not really, I'm lying. <laughs> I've had other things to watch, sadly. Yes, that's a lot of Netflix shows, everyone. Tom, do you want to place your Netflix suggestions here? Uh, Ozark. Uh, the second half of season... Four. Yeah, I believe it is just come out. So yeah, that was a surprise. Definitely watch Ozarks. Um and Black Sails was another big one that I've been watching at the moment. 
So I went on IMDb for the movie, and mm-hmm. here are some fun facts that I thought were pretty cool. Yep. That this and Pocahontas was getting made at the same time, and Pocahontas was seen to be that's going to be the more successful one. So the A team was put on Pocahontas, and then the B team was put on um, Lion King. They're like, oh yeah, whatever. All the leftover people we don't care about get to work on this one. So tell me Lion King came out on top then, yeah? Yeah. Well, oh there's a reason there's a Lion King musical and not a Pocahontas musical. Ah, hey. yeah, okay. Um, as we know, <laughs> it is loosely based on other stories. Some say like Hamlet, but there's also other stories which are like African as well. Yep. And even the Bible has similar stories. A classic jealousy with your brother, father, son, dying. Spoilers. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, true. Okay. Uh, it was the highest grossing movie in 1994 worldwide. Probably that's probably a big thing. Yeah, well, compared to yeah. them thinking Pocahontas was going to be the biggest yeah. one, and then worldwide, worldwide making the most as well, money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pumba was the first Disney character to fart on film. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How'd that go down? We never saw him again. Well, they're like it's a B movie. No one's seen this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Put all your fart <laughs> jokes. We in need here. to we need to try something different with this one. <laughs> so Elton John and Tim Rice, who wrote the songs for the movie. Yeah. They weren't happy because when they wrote Can You Feel the Love Tonight, the producers originally wanted that to be between Timon and Pumbaa. Whoa, okay. And they're like, what the fuck? We wrote this great love song and you're just wasting it on a throwaway joke. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, okay, fine, we'll take it out. They're like, no, you're keeping it in, but you're not making like a mockery out of it. Yeah. And then Elton John ends up winning his Oscar. I was going to say, wasn't it like a massive thing? Yeah. yeah. So he won his Oscar for that song. Who would have thought um, in real life, meerkats and warthogs do get along. Okay. Yeah, so the meerkat can eat, like, the fleas off, like, the warthog, and then the warthog stops okay. them from getting eaten by what lions, What about I guess. lions and warthogs? Yeah, I don't think that's been seen, or at least no one's put it in the IMDb trivia. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's gone out of the way to find it. <laughs> Not much uh, fact-checking here, yeah, by okay. the way. Yeah. Um, this I heard from a different podcast I listened to about Lion King. <laughs> Rumour has it that the animators visit the University of California to see how hyenas behave so they can actually get it, like, accurately. Yeah, okay. And then they make the film. The hyenas aren't really the good guys in The Lion King. Oh, little minions. So the research is that the uni was so mad that this is a bad portrayal of them and actually tried to sue them for defamation. Wait, what? Of hyenas in the movie, saying you're giving them a bad look. But then that end up getting thrown out because you can't defame an animal. So... Animal rights, yeah. come on. I thought the hyenas were fine. They were fucking, they were sick. You, you don't think it gave them a bad look like they're scavengers or the villains? No, I think they were, um, I think they were just used, because they, you know, by the lions. Oh, you reckon they were redeemed yeah. by the end of it? Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, yeah, you, maybe they needed you on the jury. Was um, <laughs> ever going to make it? All right, info about the musical. So music by Elton John, mm-hmm. lyrics by Tim Rice, book was by Roger Allers and Irene Nechi, Nikki. Additional songs were added by Lebo M, Lebo M, Mark Mancina, Jay Rifkin, Julie Tamer, and Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. So, that's a big name. Yeah, so these are just all stuff that's put in. Like, it's either maybe there were some leftover ones that didn't make the movie, or they were actually written for the musical yeah, okay. as well. Uh, for those who don't know the look of The Lion King, it's not like, hey, I have one mane. It's all more a lot of puppets, isn't it? Yeah, correct. Yeah. 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 
So like there will be their whole body is getting used to make like a giraffe or something like yeah. that. There's people on stilts, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. When they're a giraffe. So it opened on Broadway in nineteen ninety seven and it's been running ever since. Oh Obviously, wow. Yeah. I having, didn't realise it coming out that soon after the Yeah, movie. right after the movie, yeah. right? It's been gone for that long, wow. Yeah, and so it only had the break because of COVID. Uh, in the West End, it's been there since 1999, and it's made a gross box office of 8.1 billion dollars. What the play? Yeah, the musical. Whoa! Yeah. Is that like one of the highest earning plays then? Like, what's? It'll be up there, but it's not the highest earning. Oh, well, there's okay. been like Cats and Les Mis has been running longer than it since like the 80s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Listen to those episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Um, it came to Australia in the mid two thousands. Um, I don't know if that's when you saw it, but I saw it when it was here like six years ago. Two thousand thirteen, yeah. fourteen. Yeah, that's when I saw it as well. So that came back. So the movie is under ninety minutes. The musical goes for over two hours. They like to drag things out. Yeah, they like to add a whole bunch of musical numbers. So, you ready to go through what happens in The Lion King, the musical? Let's do it! Woo! (laughs) The show starts off with Rafiki, a mandrill, which is a type of... I'm going to say baboon, because that's what I thought. Baboon, yeah. And in the show, Rafiki is now played by a female, as opposed to being a male in the movie. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Because the producer's like, hmm, not enough female leads. Pretty much... No female leads in The Lion King. Whoa. What, you think Nala's got a huge role? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Rafiki is calling all the animals to Pride Rock. We've got the circle of life happening. That's where you said they're coming down. Yep, the aisles and everything, yep. So, Rafiki greets Mufasa and Sarabi, who are king and queen of all the Pride Land, and they're welcoming their cub, Simba. And then there's that classic... Holding it up at front. Love all the animals yeah. in hopes that he doesn't drop him. Lucky this is an audio medium. And so I'm still doing as if I'm Rafiki holding up the baby. Hey. Meanwhile, Mufasa's brother, Scar, is so jealous that this cub has been born because now he's lost his chance of being king. Second in line. Yeah, it's classic. Harry, Prince Harry is now being pushed yeah. off because William had George. I don't had know. a kid. I have no idea where yeah. William's... It's not on the crown yet. They're not up to that season. So, uh, Mufasa has a go at Scar because Scar didn't even show up to the welcoming ceremony. He goes, hey, that's so rude. You didn't even come. And he goes, what? That was today? Oh, I'm so sorry. And in the show, it's made like Scar is kind of more funny. Than yeah, he's yeah, he's evil. a bit little less um, aggressive. Say, yeah, yeah, he's a little less I want to get yeah. to the top and kill whoever it yeah. is on the way there to being like, oh, was that today? Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, we see Simba eventually grow into like a little cub as opposed to being a baby. Mufasa shows Simba the Pride Lands from the top of Pride Rocks and that um, everything exists specifically so that the circle of life can happen. Big thing, the circle of life. Yeah. Mm, very so important. We're, we're allowed to eat these animals because that's a circle of life. They eat the grass, we eat them. The antelope eats the grass. We turn into the grass. And that's the circle of life. And, you know, whatever the light touches, that's ours. Everything is our kingdom. (laughs) Except for that shadowy land over there. Yeah, we don't go into the shadowy lands. 
Um, everything along the classic line. Zazu, who is a hornbill. Um, Toucan? Yeah. <laughs> so, a bird. A bird. He's like the advisor of Mufasa. He's like little Alfred, that classic. I know there's a name for this because I saw it somewhere, but I can't remember. Uh, yeah, not not the sidekick, but it's definitely yeah. Yeah, like that helpful. Yeah. Um, British. Always <laughs> <laughs> British. British yeah. There next to yeah. Um, and he's there to deliver his daily report of what's going on in the Pride Lands, called the Morning Report, wow. which actually got removed from the Broadway production to reduce the runtime. It's so, already gone for over two hours. Poor Zazu. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Why might this is my one song, and his few lines, and I can't wait to be king. So Simba goes to see his Uncle Scar, and Uncle Scar, knowing exactly what he's doing, goes, oh, well, did your dad show you the Shadowlands, you know, where the elephant graveyard is? And Simba goes, no, what? Oh, they skipped the um, the beaver coming out of the ground as well <laughs> in the play. Is that an establishing shot? Yeah, because yeah. then Mufasa runs off, and then to the um, pride, border of the Pride Lands, because there's hyenas there or something. Yeah, and, yeah then, no. and then that's when Simba goes off by himself to see his uncle. Yeah, this one is just them talk. Well, we get the morning report, so I don't really know what's said in the that's morning That's when, report. like, just after the morning report has the pouncing lessons. Yeah. They get him, and then the gopher pops up out of the ground, being like, uh, I'm not going to do it, but I know what he says. Is there a voice? <laughs> There's a voice. There's a gopher. It's like, um, what does he say? Uh... Sire, hyenas in the Pride Land. And then Mufasa turns around and he's like, get Simba home. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's not how it happens in the musical. Damn. So I can't believe that they cut it out. They're just cutting all the good stuff out. What have they thrown in for (laughs) the extra? Yeah. And then they're adding stuff to it though. So Scar goes, oh my God, yeah, definitely don't go to the Elephant Pride Lands. Um, The Elephant Pride Lands. The Elephant Graveyard. It's too scary and only big cubs and brave lions would go there. And Simba goes, hey, that's what I am. So he tries to grab Nala to go with him and convince the parents. They're like, yeah, sure, you can go. But Zazu has to go with you. And then to lose Zazu, they sing probably my favorite song is Can't Wait to Be King. Is that not your favorite song? Uh, Trying to think. No, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. It's got to be... um, I believe it's Zazu singing in uh, the cage at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. coconuts. Yeah. And then it's a small world yeah, after all. all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can see why that's your favourite. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, so there's, they... a lot, there's a lot of things happening in this song, if I remember correctly. On, yeah. In the play and that. It's a lot going on, but you don't. I don't think Zazu gets sat on. By a rhino at the end. Damn. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's like, hello. 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 <laughs> Get off me. And then, so that's a whole a whole big scene. Yeah. Great musical number to watch. Zazu, they end up losing him. So the cubs go to the graveyard, find it so cool, but then Buzzkill Zazu finds them quite easily. Somehow. Uh, <laughs> he some, knows what's going on. He goes, on. oh, I bet you they're at the elephant I, graveyard. I feel as if he's been there before. Yeah. He knows his way around. <laughs> And 
He goes, Zazu's like, what are you doing? It's dangerous here. And Simba goes, I'd laugh in the face of danger. Ha, 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 ha. And then as we hear more ha, ha, ha's coming from hyenas. In the hyenas. More like hyena ha's. Hyena. <laughs> <laughs> so Shanzi, Banzai, and Ed. Is that how you say yep. it? Um, and they're excited. now. So they have a song about how they're going to eat the animals called Chow Down. Oh, this was just in the um, play, I believe. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember this. And so this all happening. Zazu goes, "Well, I'm out of here." So he ditches the kids who are all about to get eaten. We know where he's going. Yeah. But it's still like, okay, Zazu, <laughs> you can just peck him in the eye. No, I was gonna say he's fast moving. Yeah. Could have done something. Could have done more than just leave. Yeah. So as it looks like that they're about to get eaten, Mufasa comes in and saves the day. As we know now, Zazu went to go get him. Smart birdie. And this is uh, where it's really funny. They're like, oh, this is your son. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No. They're like, Ed. And Ed just goes, yes, yeah. yeah? yeah. <laughs> like, that little nod. Head. He's happy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's funny. That's comedy gold. No one could write that these no, days. No, they couldn't. <laughs> so they get away. And then Mufasa is not happy with Simba. He goes, what did I tell you this morning? I literally told you this morning. Don't go here. It's been what? Five hours. He's not uh, It's not too good at listening, young Simba. No. And then Mufasa's trying to tell him, you know, like, you want to be brave, but it's embarrassing because you went to go looking for trouble. A real brave person has to face trouble. Yeah. They don't go looking for it. And then Mufasa tells Simba about how, about all, like, the previous kings. They all live in the sky and they watch over from everything. Yeah, the clouds. Yeah. yeah. And then this is... They live in you, which is, I'm pretty sure, in the movie as yes. well. And then Mufasa says this line that, you know, I'll always be here for you, son. Yeah, that's a very important line. Yeah, and that's something Simba's like, oh, yeah, of course yeah, you will, you'll Dad. always be here. What could happen? Yeah, I don't know why you have to specify that, Dad. Anyway, back at the elephant graveyard, Scar is telling the hyenas of his plans to kill Mufasa and Simba so that he can become king. And so he raises an army of hyenas saying that you'll never go hungry again if you support me. So he just lies to them. Yeah. With be prepared. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure be prepared is, like in the movie it's sung, but it's more of like a rap or something in the musical. Oh, rather than a song. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm pretty sure. So Zazu <coughs> goes to Mufasa and goes, oh my God, is Sarabi mad at me? I Like I lost the kids. And Mufasa's like, yeah, she's livid. She said you should be fired. And Zazu starts getting hysterical and he's like, no, no, please don't fire me. And Mufasa goes, I'm just kidding. Like, no, she didn't care that much. <laughs> we say the kid. Even the king's a bit of a joke. Star. Yeah. <laughs> and Zazu goes, your humor never fails to abuse me, Mufasa. Because anyways, don't be hard on Simba. You were like him when you were younger. Jeez, how old's this bird? <laughs> That's how he knew to go to the elephant graveyard. Yeah, it's uh, funny. Mufasa did the same thing. He must have known the elephants before they were a graveyard. <laughs> Scar takes Simba to a gorge and says, Hey, wait here. Uh, your dad wants to do stuff with you. You can just wait right here in the middle of this gorge. This is where your dad wanted Jeez, you. <laughs> that is something. And then another thing um, Scar says goes, oh, by the way, you know, your dad told everyone he had to save you from hyenas. So that's pretty embarrassing, by the way, you know. So maybe if you just worked on your roar a little bit, next time you won't embarrass yourself in front of the whole pride. 
Um, on Scar Signal, the hyenas start a stampede of wildebeest that start going into the gorge. And then Scar goes, well, next phase of the plan, tell Mufasa. <laughs> and he, so he tells Mufasa that Simba is trapped in the gorge and we see Mufasa leaps into the stampede, which is probably very hard to explain because we've seen the movie, but like, and we've seen it on yeah. stage. But this is why you've got to see the stage show to be like, huh, how do they do this scene? <laughs> of him going into the middle of the stampede, managing to save Simba, and then tries to climb up the mountain himself to save himself. But as he tries to escape, Scar catches his paws on top of Mufasa's and then he goes, long live the king. Long live the king. And then throws no. Mufasa off. And for some reason in the musical, the crowd starts clapping when we're all like, what? Yeah, no, that's... Mm, <laughs> mm. It's like a lights go down everyone's clapping it's like hey we all know what happened yeah, right? i think it would be polite not to clap at that point of time <laughs> yeah. the actor playing mufasa just a tear <laughs> did they have that in the play where it was like shadows or something of the wildebeest it wasn't actually them or puppets Ooh. and that it was like off the back. yeah they have like a sheet or yeah I'm sure it's like the sheet or something because yeah. they use that quite a bit yeah yeah was- because it's a lot of, like, stuff on the stage, like, when Pride Rock is, like, something that, like, gets moved out, and then also, like, him getting yeah. thrown off the mound's, like, another set piece that's getting moved. Yeah, because I kind of remember that it wasn't, like, people or whatever doing the wildebeest. It was, like, the shadows or something. It looked yeah, like they were so because they'd have, like, the yeah. sheet and then the shadows yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Simba is so sad. He goes, runs up to his dad, um, and he's like, Dad, wake up. Wake up, Dad. And Mufasa's not waking up. Because he's dead. Dead. <laughs> he died. He gone. And then Scar walks on over and goes, Sam- Samba. Samba. <laughs> Scar is like, wow, Samba, I can't believe you killed your dad. <laughs> I'd be humiliated if I'd killed my dad. I am still kind of confused as to how he thought he killed his dad. Like, what was, what, what did he think? Well, if he wasn't there... Mufasa never would really, have had bro? to be there to save him. Yeah, well, what what is Simba, like, three? Lion years, probably 20, such yeah. <laughs> But yeah, <coughs> he's like, Scar's just emotionally manipulating him, saying, oh my god, if I yeah. were you, I would run away. So Simba goes, oh, great idea, Uncle Scar, you're always looking out for me. So he goes, I'm going to run away. So Scar goes to the hyenas, kill him. And they're like, uh, they see Simba running away. They're like, oh, if he comes back, we'll just kill him, okay? Like, there's not even a scene of them trying to chase yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. just like, ah. <laughs> they're just like, oh, that's a bit hard. <laughs> that's a bit hard to choreograph on a stage. Let's just let him yeah, run. Yeah, <laughs> let him be free. Where are they pulling the extra minutes if they're cutting so much out? I'm really <laughs> right? getting confused right now. Um, and then, yeah, they're like, there's no way he's going to survive it out there on his own. And then... What happens is Scar has told everyone that Mufasa and Simba has died, so everyone's crying. Rafiki's sad. Rafiki had like a little painting. Yeah. Um, and so now with the painting, I think she crosses it yeah, out. Yeah, crosses it yeah. out. Yeah. And Scar goes, "Wow, what a day, huh? Guess I'm king. All right. Uh, well, you know, my first rule: I'm letting the hyenas in. Yeah. So now all the hyenas come in." We see out in the desert, Simba has collapsed from heat exhaustion and he's surrounded by vultures. But they're scared away by Timon the meerkat and Pumbaa the warthog. There we go. Now we're getting into yeah. it. 
After Timon gets a great idea, and definitely not Pumbaa's idea, he goes, hey, maybe we could take the cub under our wing. Because there's no way Pumbaa suggested that right before Timon said not. that. Definitely not. Simba comes through, and he's like, no, there's nowhere for me. I've done something very, very bad. And then Timon and Pumbaa are like, yeah, who cares? you got to put your past behind you, and they sing a song, Hakuna Matata. Oh, boy. That would actually be close to number one song, surely. Yeah, it's probably, like, really popular. Yeah. Uh, and what does Hakuna Matata mean? It means no worries. For? The rest of your days. Yeah. So they show him how to live a Hakuna Matata lifestyle. It's carefree. You eat bugs instead of um, antelopes. Yep. Ve- vegan diet, I believe. Which makes more sense since he was in the middle of the desert and it was yep. Yep. very dry. Still trying to work out how he, be- how he became a fully grown lion on, a, <laughs> on that uh, diet. a meat-free diet, but hey. Hey, that's the vegans are trying to tell us. Yeah. Even Simbo can do it. It becomes a very powerful life. Wait, if they're bugs, they got meat still. Yeah, so still carnivore. Is it still yeah, carnivore no, it's definitely yeah. It's not vegan. I just realised. I'm like, wait, it's a living thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah mm. Even insects have feelings. Yeah. So yeah, they have him <clears throat> grow more their um, lifestyle. Hakuna Matata. Who cares? Shit happens, and that's intermission. So you end on a nice happy. Uh, song as opposed to having me faster die than yeah. going to intermission. Because yeah. remember, this is still for kids. Yeah, true. It would have been, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they actually made like a an M-rated Lion King. Oh, the Circle of Light. No, no, sorry. What is, um, what's a love song that they sing? Uh, you're talking about with Simba and... You know, what's the song called? I had said it just before. Can you feel the love? Can you feel the, yeah. yeah. Imagine what that scene would be. She always <laughs> That's a couple lines yeah. going at it. So that's intermission. So yeah, this show even has intermission, which would push it over to two and a half hour total time you're in the theatre for something that's a 90 minute movie. Yeah. Like where, how have they dragged it out? Well, they had a couple of extra songs, but then they removed. Yeah, they removed stuff though. That's okay. weird. Do you reckon this could have been a one-act musical, or it still had to be the two? Nah, two, because I remember watching it and it, it didn't feel like it was dragged out. Yeah. I think it felt pretty like, yeah. Well, act two. How does that start? Everyone's all dressed in colourful clothes with um, bird puppets. They're all like going really, it's like the, um, I don't know how to pronounce like attract, attract day, some theatre thing, how... You come into the act two, and it's like the ongoing like score that is like throughout the movie. Yeah, okay. And then so we have that everything's all happy, and then all of a sudden these beautiful, colorful birds getting replaced by vultures, and then there's gazelle skeletons. <laughs> oh yeah. Because under Scar's rule, where he's letting all these scavengers in, it has broken the circle of life, so things aren't growing. Yep. Um. You know, there are gazelle skeletons, so they're getting eaten. I don't know how the hyenas are packing up. I don't know. I think it's because they don't, yeah, migrate or there's nothing going to them or something. Yeah. I know people, there's like, there's there's things online where people have gone like right into it being like, oh, it's only bad now because because of the season they're actually in. Like, yeah, it was going to yeah, happen yeah, regardless. This is, yeah, this is winter, it was going to happen, so... Could be commentary on climate change. Uh, you put the wrong person yeah. in charge. Yeah. This happens. So it's a drought. Um, and not much is growing there. People are getting hungry. The one thing he kind of told the hyenas they wouldn't be. Yeah. 
But hey, that's all politicians. You can't believe everything they're going to say. Very misleading. Zazu, who is now a prisoner of Scar, singing his lovely bunch of coconuts. I've got a lovely bunch (laughs) of coconuts. So he listens to Scar, who's complaining, um, and then the hyenas are complaining to um, Scar about the lack of food that they were promised, and we have a song called The Madness of King Scar. So this adds time. And his main concern is, Scar's main concern is, like, why does no one love me? They all love Mufasa quite easily. And in The Madness of King Scar, so he's literally going crazy. He's haunted by visions of Mufasa, who's coming <laughs> to visit him. Yeah. Um, and then he goes in between for being really confident and goes, well, I'm the best king they're ever going to get. I'm doing such a good job. And then he goes, no, but why do they like me? <laughs> if I'm such a good king, why don't they automatically like me? And then he asks Zazu, like, what does he have that Mufasa didn't? And Zazu goes, loyal subjects, a queen. And Scar goes, that's it. I need a queen. A queen. Then everyone will have to love me if I have cubs. <laughs> no one hates a dad, you know. And just at that time, Nala comes walking in. Ooh la la. Very sitcom moment where they're like, woo, Yeah, woo. So we have um, the hotline come in at this point. She wants to talk about the drought and the famine, saying, Scar, we've got to do something about it. And I'm sure the people on the internet are like, what is Scar going to do? Probably just my rat, I believe. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> just I move. think they're meant to move, yeah. I don't know. We see where Simba's living in the jungle yeah, where it's yeah. like... It's perfect. It's paradise. Uh, Scar goes... He, this is gross in the show. And uh, the one that I watched, I think, was before it got changed. Mm. But they removed the bit where he's just sexually harassing Nala. Wait, goes, in the play? In the, yeah, because oh, now yeah. he wants Nala to be a queen. Yeah, okay. with, he goes, oh, Nala, my, how you've grown. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he just like, gross, no thank you. And so he tries to hit on her, saying... Well, he'd be like 50 years older than her, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then he like openly says to her, will you be my queen? Actually, no, he doesn't, he doesn't ask. He says, you will be my queen and we shall have cubs. And she goes, that's so gross. Um, I'm going to go leave the Pride Lands and just go see who can help us. Bye. <laughs> so she was able to get out of that yep, just walk betrayal away from quite it. Yeah. quickly. But it's still a pretty gross scene where you go, oh my, how you've grown. Yeah, that's sauce. Mm-hmm. Back what? in the jungle. Of course. It's a bit less intense. <laughs> a little bit more carefree. Yeah. A bit more Hakuna Matata mm, going yep, on. Yep. Timon and Pumbaa, they just want to sleep. But restless Simba is unable to settle because he's a simple lion. He hears a noise and he wants to pounce at it. And they're like, oh my God, just let us sleep here. And then Simba gets annoyed at them, complaining about him always wanting to pounce on things. And he's like, that's it. I'm going off my own. Catch you guys later then. And then Timon and Pumbaa are like, yeah, good. Get out of here. And then as soon as Simba's gone, they go, hey, it's pretty scary out here, huh? (laughs) It's probably scary for uh, Simba. Let's go save him. You know, he probably needs our help. Of course. Yeah. So they go and find Simba and just follow him around. Simba is moving across the jungle. There's a river and as he jumps over the river, Timon tries to do the same and he falls in and is swept downstream and he's grabbing a branch over the waterfall and calls for Simba's help. But Simba's watching all this and he's got like PTSD from his dad dying and not doing anything (laughs) from then. And then Timon ends up falling from the branch and then all of a sudden, Simba snaps out of it. He 
launches out, ends up rescuing Timon before he dies. Because this is a kid's movie after all. That would have been pretty good in the movies actually yeah. if that happened. If he died. Yeah. No. Oh. No. As they had that waterfall scene and just yeah. having like flashbacks of it. Just yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something that they've added. Simba is ashamed that Timon nearly died because of him just having... Which, you know, it's PTSD. That's not completely your fault, yeah. all right? Yeah. A lot worse happens with people's PTSD. And then straight away, <coughs> Timon and Pumbaa are like, Oh, well, Kuna Matata. You <laughs> saved me in the end. Oh, well. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> so the three friends are like, All right, well, let's just sleep here, I guess. So they settle, look at the stars... Um, Pumba goes, what do you think they are? I think that they're, you know how it goes, I think they're just balls of gas. Balls of gas floating millions and billions of years yeah. away or something like yeah. that. It's, it is what what it is. Yeah, yeah. and then Timon goes, no, that's dumb. I know what they are. They're fireflies all in the sky. And then Simba goes, well, I got told that they're actually old kings that are actually looking down on us. And then they start laughing at him. They're like, what? You're you're telling me your ancestors are just staring at you every time you sleep. That sounds pretty creepy, Simba. That's true. does sound creepy. Yeah. And then um, Simba goes, yeah, pretty lame, right? And then he goes off to have a solo song. He's mad that Mufasa has promised him that he will always be there. Yet, where is he? Singing a song called Endless Night. And yeah, that's just a copy and paste. That's a new song, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. yeah. But as he is singing this song, the song is getting caught in the wind. And what's ah, going through the yes. wind hits Rafiki. And Rafiki goes, huh? Simba is alive? And then draws the main... Yeah, back on because he's... All, yeah, older. yeah. I take it... Must have had the scent... Picked up the scent of him? Yeah, the song of the which wind. kind of weird way. Which I think... Baboon knows the scent of a lion after that many years. Well, you think that Rafiki just stopped hanging around lions once Mufasa died? Oh, how does he know that Simba's scent, though? I'm sure it's scientifically explained. Ah, true. <laughs> Baboons have good memories. They do. A good memory, a good sense yeah. of smell. Um, so, in the jungle, Pumba starts to get hunted and chased by a lioness. Oh, my God. A random lion just showing up in the middle of this show? What the heck? Who could it be? Simba goes to save Pumba, and then as he does it, this random bitch who's coming and trying to eat his friend turns out to be Nala. No, it's not. Yes. It is. Nala, his childhood friend. And she's he's like, Nala, hey. And then she's like, you're alive? What the fuck? <laughs> so she's seeing a ghost, and he's just seeing like an old friend. Yeah. And then she goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're the rightful king. And then Timon and Pumba are like, him? King? Ha, ha, Start ha, laughing ha. again. Yeah. yeah. They're also confused that Simba actually knows someone. They're like, wait, he knows people other than us? Who's this? Another lion? Yeah. Yeah. And then Simba goes, can you please leave us alone? And then Timon goes, you think you know a guy, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And then he's sad about their uh, brotherhood ending. Oh, is that where they sing that song? Uh, Oh, they'd say the trio's down to two. And then it goes into it, yeah. Um, They can see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, that, that line. Uh, so their Hakuna Matata lifestyle is going to be different. And we have the song, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Can you feel the love tonight? And this is where the lions bang. Literally. Yeah. Nala tells Simba post-coitus um, about how the Pride Lands, it's all 
droughts, nothing's living there, barely even them. And Simba goes, well, Hakuna Matata, ship happens. I know what she just turned and said, well, it is winter. Yeah. And then Nala goes, what the fuck? Simba, who was two years old, wouldn't say this. Who's this Simba? And he goes... He's all grown up. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Simba goes, well, I ruined that place, so... You know what? I'm not going back. And then he runs away. So it's like a one-night stand, leaves her. Classic lions. Yeah. Only in the lion world would that ever happen. Yeah, no way would humans ever. No, That's uh, what differentiates humans correct, from the lions. Correct, correct. <laughs> they would stick around. That's it. So while Simba is once again angry, going for his solo angry walk, he meets Rafiki, who starts harassing him and goes, no, Mufasa's still alive. Come, follow me. And then we find out that Rafiki means that metaphorically. Yeah. Mufasa is always living because he lives in, in Simba. Yeah, he lives in you. And Simba does not find this appealing at all. He goes, what the fuck? <laughs> You're telling me my dad's alive and I've just been told, by I just banged a chick for the first time. <laughs> I'm going through a lot right now. And then Mufasa's spirit does appear in the sky and tells Simba that he is the one true king and he needs to take his place as king. So the circle of life can continue. Simba, who is getting harassed and assaulted by Rafiki. Yeah, he, he's an emotional lion. He needs some <laughs> sense whacked into him. And that's what happens. He gets whacked on the head, but um, it's in the past, so it can't hurt. Can't hurt. That's correct. Um, so very, you know what he can do? What? He can take his stick. <laughs> he could take his stick and, and then throw it away. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which he does. And then Rafiki convinces him. Now he's heading back to the Pride Lands. Yes. The return. Yeah. And then Nala, Timon and Pumba are all hanging out because Nala goes, oh my God, do you guys know where Simba is? He totally just left me. And they're like, no, he left us for you, dummy. (laughs) And then Rafiki tells him, goes, oh, Simba, I know that guy. He's heading back to the Pride Lands. And they're like, what? Oh my God, we've got to go help him. Yeah, kind of weird that he just left them behind. Yeah. More so like Nala. When yeah, was the like, one who could help. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did he know where the Pride Lands were? Like, surely yeah. his sense of direction. Yeah. Um, do you ever see Lion King 3 or slash Lion King 1.5? Yeah, but that is a long time ago. You know when, um, it's a scene that I remember, Simba's doing slow-mo running back to the Pride Lands and then you just have Timon and Pumba who speed past him. They're like, hey... What are you doing? No, but <laughs> I've goes, got to, I've got to watch that again. Yeah. Damn. And it's like that's how it explains that they all show up at the Pride Lands at the same time. They're like, Jeez, yeah, okay. Simba's being very dramatic trying to do it and they're just going at normal pace. Oh, they do arrive at that. Well, yeah, Simba yeah. gets in. There's just a scene of him just like standing there for a second and all of a sudden they rock up behind him. It's like, yeah. what? And you're like, how slow is yeah. Simba going? And that's explained in the Lion King 3 slash That's Lion what happens King when you're a lion on a bug diet. <laughs> yeah, you're not strong yeah. or fast. So. We see Pride Rock. It's a bit of a dump at the moment. And Simba goes, wow, the only way for me to get past all these hyenas, we need a distraction. Oh, boy. My favorite scene. But it's different on the yes, show. Yes, which really kind of upset me a lot. Yeah, so. But, yes. In the movie, it's hula hooping. And you got to, uh, you aching? Plus the bacon. Yep, yep. He's you big pig. Big yep, two. yep. You could be a big pig too. Oi! So, in the show, they're doing the Charleston, which is a different yeah, kind of dance. Yeah. And that's because to get the actors to change into a hula costume was a bit too hard. Actually? Yeah. That's really? What, yeah, yeah. Oh, they killed it. They could have changed. I remember sitting there for the first time and watching it like so excited that it was that about part. to happen. And then 
I didn't even know what the hell the Charleston was. So I started doing some dance, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, I, was, I was kind of upset, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's iconic. Everyone loves that part. But, yeah, so that's why they do that in the show. Alrighty. This allows Simba and Nala to reach Pride Rock because of this great distraction. Scar is calling for Sarabi and demands to know why aren't... Why isn't anyone hunting? I'm hungry. And then she goes, ah, because there's no animals to hunt, dummy. What? We're not just here. We're all not here starving for fun. You think if we wanted to eat, we'd go and eat. And then goes, oh my God, Mufasa would never let this happen. And he's so mad. Scar goes, how dare you? How dare you say that name around me? Say that name. And then so he hits her. Smack on the face. Whoa. Violence against women? Yeah. Violence against Sarabi. But, you know, he doesn't want her to be queen and have cups with her, so he ain't yeah. trying to impress her. And he says he's ten times the lion Mufasa ever was. Wrong. Very wrong. Yeah, because he's not even bigger than him, so that's even... True, he was <laughs> little. That's why he wasn't the leader in the first place, because he was little. Little scrawny. Yep. Simba reveals himself after he sees his mum get hit. Mm-hmm. And he um, says, hi everyone, I'm here to be king. And they're all like, Simba? What? We thought you were dead. And Scar's like, all right, calm down, everyone. And Simba's like, you know, on guard. And then Scar goes, come on, Simba. We wouldn't want to be the cause of the death of a family member now, oh, would no. we? Hmm? And Simba goes, okay, well, I'm over that now, Scar. Okay, I've had my therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and Scar goes, okay, you might be over it, but how do you think your family feels, huh? And they're like, what are you talking about? Uh, we are not over the death of Mufasa. Um, and Simba, we had no idea you had anything See, to I do with it. I thought him being older now, he'd understand that he didn't, um, he didn't actually cause the death. But that's the thing, he got closure. He goes, I couldn't help that my dad died. There's nothing I could have done at that <clears> point. <throat> While everyone else is like, what the fuck, Simba, you're yeah. alive. What the fuck, Muf- Mufasa died and you're saying you're cool with it? Yeah. Uh, because the difference of how each life went from these guys being affected by Mufasa's death to him having a good one. So they start fighting, and Scar's almost ready to chuck Simba off the ledge. Oh, yeah, they get knocked up. And then he goes to him. Reminds me of that one time I killed your father. Classic uh, supervillain mistake. Yep. Really, you, just, you know, giving him that. Yeah, giving him that in. I don't know what you call that, just triggering them. Yeah. The, it's something dumb that yeah. every villain does, but it's a kid's movie, so the villain's got to do something it's gotta, dumb. It's got to happen, yeah. So now Simba has the power. To yeah. push Scar back now. Somehow just jumps off the ledge, does a complete, you know. Yeah, he goes, oh, I've, I've yeah. got strength now. And it's confusing because Simba, the lion on the bug diet can do it, but <laughs> Mufasa, this beefy-ass lion, couldn't do it. Well, he was hanging off the ledge. This one was about to get pushed yeah, on the ledge. it's all the same. But I agree, he is on that bug diet, but then Scar's on a zero-food diet. Ah, uh, true. So, Actually, yeah, hey, I've never thought about that. Yeah, he's go. at a disadvantage, yeah. So Simba now has his strength, he overpowers him, and he goes, hey, say that quiet part out loud right now. And so he threatens to. Um, and then we have a dance fight scene, which is also where I remember the sheets yep. coming out, and like the shadows for this one, while we see on the corner uh, yes. is Simba and Scar. Um, so Simba gets Scar like completely cornered at the top of Pride Rock, and this is where Scar goes, oh my god, it's all the hyenas' fault. Mm. You know, this was all their idea. Um, I'm a victim of them. If anything, we're all victims of the hyenas. And then he's begging for mercy. Simba goes, 
Yeah, well, I'm not like you, so I'm not going to kill you, so you just better get out of here. And then Scar goes, oh, cool, thanks, um, but what if I just do one of these uh, and tries to do a sneak attack? <laughs> <laughs> and yep. Simba, like, easily blocks yeah, him away. Yeah, just blocks, yeah. Yeah. And then Zoe falls off uh, Pride Rock. Um, but, you know, he survives, and then down the bottom are his hyena friends. That hurt everything, I believe. Yeah, yes. I overheard them getting blamed for the whole thing, and they're like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, I didn't realise later on what actually happened to him. They reckon the yeah. hyena's actually... Ate him. him, yeah, rather than, I thought, I don't know, they're just going to bite him a little or something. I yeah, that, you never really think that, oh, they're killing yeah, him they're, right no, now. Yeah, no, they actually yeah. killed him, it's confirmed. Yeah. 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 So that's what happened, so they're like, yeah, hmm, we heard everything you said. Ed goes crazy, he starts yeah. <laughs> nibbling away. Scar gets eaten alive in front of everyone. Because he would have thought the fall would have hurt him. No. Nah. It's the teeth of the hyenas. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> Uh, everyone's now happy to have Simba as their king. He climbs Pride Rock and does a nice roar. So I don't know if he was practicing that in the jungle. Yeah, that's weird. Does mm. he? Why would he have to roar in the jungle? And all yeah. of a sudden now he's just a professional at it. Mm. Mm. The Pride Lands now recover <laughs> completely. Uh, seasons change yeah. again, I believe. Like, what do they come into? Like, all, it starts raining and it goes into then it's now spring. spring. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, so they all celebrate uh, with Rafiki and presents. Simba and Nala's newborn cub continuing the circle of life. Kiara, yep. And to know what happens in The Lion King 2, listen to episode 48 of Drinks and a Show. And that's Lion King the Musical. Yeah. Bring back memories? Oh, a lot of memories. Yeah. A lot of, it makes me want to bloody watch it. I tell you mm. what. Right? <laughs> Next time it's in town, we'll have to go see it. Well, yeah, well, it's probably going to be coming it, here in another it'll, few years. It'll probably, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't realise it was out... Um, that long ago. Yeah. And how well it's done. I know. It's, I guess it's just like a timeless thing. Like, everyone knows the story of The Lion King, and it's like kid-friendly as well. So yeah. if you're in New York... And I never realised how big it was, yeah, because I, I just enjoyed the movie and all that. Um, but I didn't know how, you know, how many other people liked it or enjoyed it. <laughs> you thought you were one of a I kind. I thought I was literally one of a kind. <laughs> no, not like that. I just didn't think it was... Like, this is it's huge. So you would see it a third time? Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you pay again to see it in New York? Uh, well, that includes having to pay a lot of money for tickets <laughs> to get over there <laughs> get and that. York, so yeah. probably not. But if I was over there, for sure. It's always a good experience to go on Broadway and actually see a, yeah. a play. Like, why wouldn't you? Especially if it's something. That's why I watched it originally, because I liked the movie. So I watched it while I was over there. Yeah. And it was nothing, it was nothing short of amazing besides from the one scene be, that I wanted to see being cut out. But, you know. It is what it is. Well, even like how I explained it, it doesn't really show the extra half an hour that has been added to the show. Yeah. Like, I remember, it's funny because you're explaining it to me and I'm rem- actually remembering it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, it didn't seem like it did go for that long. Like but then if it was an hour and a half, there wouldn't yeah. be an intermission. Yeah. Which is weird. So, um, you would see it again. Let's bring back memories. Uh, do you want to know the awards that it won? Sure. What won a few, didn't it? Surely. The Australian Awards in 2004, so they're called the Helpman Awards. Yep. And it won Best Musical, uh, Best Direction, Choreo, and also Best Costume Design, which I feel like it has to win Costume yeah, Design. Yeah, the costumes were actually pretty good. Just the way they did everything. Well, that's the... Yeah, they had some very elaborate puppets and stuff, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be like... um. 
you know, they would move like this part and then yeah, it actually looks yeah. like a, like how an animal would move. Yeah. Tony Awards. It won Best Musical. It won Best Direction, Best Choreography, Scenic Design, Costume Design, and Lighting Design. It won definitely with the shadows of the... Yeah. 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 Uh, the UK one didn't win Best New Musical. It only won Best Choreographer and Best Costume. How does that work? So this is the British production. Yeah. So there must have been just other things... Happening at the time that were better. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, here we go. Okay, it lost to Honk. Wow. And Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia was also nominated that same year. Mm, yeah, okay. But so, Honk, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah. So, it was up like with Mamma Mia, which Mamma Mia and the Lion King are heaps more popular than yeah, Honk. Yeah, yeah. But the Brits just loved... I like their weird shit, eh? Yeah, which is a musical adaption of The Ugly Duckling. Mm, no. <laughs> Don't know about that one. Okay, so we love The Lion King. You've already seen it. You'll see it a third time. This is Bring Up Good Memories. Oh, yeah. And will you watch Tick, Tick, Boom? What are you doing this to me? <laughs> there will come a time where we'll get to watch it. We will when, watch uh, it. Where do I put this? We're not intoxicated. <laughs> we got a whole weekend to watch Tick, Tick, Boom. I'm going to be intoxicated. <laughs> You're right. We'll plan it, plan it for late, mate. Lock me in. All right, Tom, thank you heaps for joining me. No problem. Thanks for having me, Cass. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you want to keep up to date with the show, you can subscribe for episodes that come out on Tuesdays or you can check out the Insta and Twitter that I mentioned at the top of the show. Just search Drink Show Pod. And at the same place, you can find the Spotify playlist, which is pretty awesome. If you ask me, you can lose your voice singing and dancing to that. Just put it on shuffle. You'll have a great time. You can like the podcast somewhere, subscribe elsewhere as well, and you can rate it five stars on Apple. That's something I'm definitely sure you can do. And I'll catch you all next time, everyone. Thanks. Bye.